developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Steph Seidel. On the line, I have Superintendent of the Fort McMurray Public School Division, Jennifer Turner. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Steph. Hey, thanks so much for joining me today. I am amazed that it's already time to start talking about school again. It's the summer went by very quickly. Uh, it, it seemed to, to go by quickly, and here we are, ready and excited for a new school year. So as a superintendent, you know, my mom was a teacher, and um, she did get to bask in the glory of having summers off. Do you get the summer off? There's a little bit of time that I was able to step away from the office and reconnect with family, and so that was wonderful. But summer is a really important time for uh, individuals, uh, you know, system leaders to be thinking about the next school year and, and beginning that planning. And so uh, it's a really important time time for us in the school system to prepare for the new year and, and to be ready to, to welcome all the students back. For sure. And this is your third year here in Fort McMurray that you get to welcome students back. And you've had kind of a crazy journey. We've had Fort McMurray pandemic, Fort McMurray flood, things going on. Um, so you must just be ready for a different sort of year as the normal, right? Well, yeah, it, it's strange in that the, the first school year that I was here, we did have that. We did have a flood. And, and the, in the second full year last year was was very much dominated by um, at-home learning and the pandemic and, and changing and shifting health restrictions. And so I'm very much hoping that this year is a year that, that settled into something that's a, a little bit more typical for a school year for our families and for our staff. For sure. So speaking on um, kind of coming back to school, um, is it staggered re-entry this year or is everybody coming back on the same day? It is a staggered reentry this year. We heard really strong, positive feedback last year. Not only was it positive because we needed to provide some really direct instruction for our students and staff on the physical health measures um, and provide social-emotional support as they came back from being um, at home, but we also heard that it allowed for um, a more calm transition from summer into the school year. And we heard very, very clearly from families that um, actually it was a smooth transition and that their children felt better and more supported as they entered school. We heard from our teaching staff that they had more direct time with families, um, with the building not being as, as frantic and filled with with people as as in the past and so because of that really strong positive feedback we implemented again this year and we really hope that it's something that's a support for families and kids as they settle into the new year wow that's really cool so do you think that um even if um covid and protocols and those kinds of things aren't in play next year or the year after that maybe staggered re-entry could become a norm thing that as a a benefit from experiencing it through this pandemic? 
we're very much wanting to have feedback, um, and we will continue to ask our parent group and our, our guardians, parents that are involved in supporting children coming to school, as well as our teaching staff, what is working best for them and, and wanting to be really responsive. So if over time um, it looks like it's something that's going to be a really supportive structure for our, for our people, then we would want to continue that. And if over time it's something that feels that maybe it's too long, maybe we need to shorten the days, um, having that stakeholder feedback is, is really important in helping us make a determination of, of what the structure looks like going forward. And thinking of last year, you know, there was a lot of people who stayed virtual the entire year. Some did part in-person learning. And then as as the province asked, uh, all virtual learning. Um, what does this year look like? Do we have kind of this hybrid of virtual and in-person? Or is, is the virtual kind of gone now and all in-person? Well, we're anticipating. Um, so we do still offer eCademy. That was a program that we started as a result of the pandemic. There was a need for families who were just unable to come back into physical in-person learning. So they, there was a, a need for online program. We still have that program available. Um, we have a brand new website and information highlighting our learning at home program. And so that's a parent directed program that always was available. Um, but becoming more known or um, more of a conversation as a result of the pandemic. And so that's an option. Uh, and then we have in-person learning. And of course, we're hoping and anticipating that in-person learning will, will continue for the duration of the year without change. But in the event that um, we are required to provide either a blend or that, that students end up needing to be going home again because of uh, wherever the pandemic takes us, then we're prepared for that as well. So um, we do have a variety of different options. Whatever's going to work best for children and family and, and for our staff is what will be available over the course of the current year. And I did want to ask just, um, I know that a lot of times uh, someone had to isolate last year and they were isolating for two weeks. Um, this year with uh, the Chief Medical Officer of Health's announcement that they were rolling back that mandatory isolation just recommended, will that still be a thing within the the school division? Well, the, the isolation um, protocols that are outlined by Alberta Health Services, that's something that all, all citizens in the province need to follow. We will follow whatever those isolation requirements are. Um, if you have um, COVID or if you have um, symptoms of COVID um, right now under the current restrictions, you must isolate. It's not a recommended. Um, if you test positive for COVID, if you have symptoms of COVID, um, whether you have a test or not, um, if you have those core symptoms, the requirement by Alberta Health Services is that individual must isolate. What's different now than last year is that individuals who might be identified as a close contact in the past, those people also were required to isolate. And now um, they are only required to isolate if they develop symptoms. So if there is no symptom development, then those close contacts are not required by law to isolate. And so those are the things, those, that's the change that we'll be working really hard with our families and our staff um, to implement until you know, we hear otherwise from, from the chief medical officer. For sure. We're going to take our first break here on Fort McMurray Matters. My guest this morning is Superintendent of the Fort McMurray Public School Division, Jennifer Turner. I'm Steph Seidel, and we'll be right back. 
We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. If you are just tuning in, I am on the phone with Jennifer Turner, the superintendent of the Fort McMurray Public School Division. I'm Steph Seidel. As always, Jennifer, thank you so much for joining me. And um, we're chatting about the return to school and just kind of, you know, it's been a whirlwind for parents, students, teachers, for everyone involved um, in the school system as we've navigated this pandemic together. And, um, you know, I feel like even the custodians, wow, they've worked so hard the last year to keep everything even on top of how hard they worked normal years, keeping everything clean, right? Oh, um, extraordinary effort by our our custodial staff. Um, One of the things that has been identified over the course of the pandemic is the importance of cleaning high-touch locations in the school. And so um, that has required extensive effort by our custodians to ensure those high-touch places are always looked after. Um, in addition, we've been doing things like limiting access to our buildings, um, both public to the public, but also by our staff, so that custodians are able to sanitize classrooms, sanitize spaces, and ensure that those places are um, ready and, and sanitized and clean, ready for our kids and our staff to return the next day. So they've been doing an extraordinary job. And and I also have to highlight the work that our technology department has done. Um, Our, you know, implemented record numbers of um, devices, Chromebooks, um, laptops, um, cameras, microphones, uh, to all members of our our system over the past year. And that's something that truly has been unprecedented. I mean, it's the highest numbers of technology we've ever delivered. And um, we haven't added to our technology department. They've just risen to the challenge and, and ensured that we roll out as many devices as possible to support learning. And they will continue to maintain and support those devices over the course of the year, whatever the year is going to gonna, going to take us to. So really, really appreciate um, sometimes folks who aren't easily identifiable within the education system. And, and that's our ops, our, our operations, our custodians and our technology department. For sure, for sure. And, you know, there, one of the things that I felt the pandemic really showed me was staying home when you're sick in the sense of um, I wasn't feeling great one night and I was like, I can go to work. I'm fine. And then I was like, actually, maybe I should just keep this tiny bit of sickness to myself so it doesn't spread around the office. And that's something that um, as a school board and I mean, as the entire school division has really tried to to lay down and say, please fill out this checklist. And if you're not feeling well, please don't come. We love you, but stay home. Right. Absolutely. I think, you know, out of the out of the core preventative practices that the chief medical health officer um, rolled out a, a couple of weeks back, one of the most important and easiest things to do for our system, for our community, for for us as a, as a whole to try and get our kids back to school and to have a very typical year is to do that daily checklist. If you've got symptoms, you know, I, I think even myself, um, in the past, I might have thought, okay, well, I've got a headache or I've got a bit of a sore throat, but I, it's something I can power through. And what the pandemic has really shown us is that when people stay home when they're sick, we don't have the same level of, of colds or, or typical flu viruses that we would normally see in a school year. So that daily checklist is the 
simplest, easiest thing that any person can do prior to coming to a school environment for learning or for teaching as a work environment. Um, and I would say that that's probably the same for any business, um, that daily checklist. If, if you've got those core symptoms of, of not feeling well, um, just take a day or two and, and get well and then come back. Um, and, and it will be thrilled and, and pleased to see you on your return. For sure. Yeah, it is so crazy. Like, I just am amazed at how I have not been ill this entire last year and a half. And I usually get a cold every time the season changed. I'm like, man, that is a nice benefit. Um, And then you were also saying there were like five public health preventable measures. What were those? I'm just going to flip my little page here. Um, so when I take a look at the um, the materials provided by the Alberta Health Services um, Department and Alberta Education, they talk about five core public health preventative measures. The first one being vaccines and vaccinations. Of course, um, vaccine clinics are available throughout the fall. And for those who are eligible for those vaccine and, and make that personal choice, and schools will always respect and value the personal choice of individuals. Um, Environmental measures, we talked about those kinds of things with custodians, with cleaning, with sanitizing things, with looking after those high-touch places. Staying home when sick is the third um, core preventative measure, and we've talked about that in the use of the daily checklist. Hand hygiene, in our schools, we will be having hand sanitizer available as we did in the past couple of years, making sure that there are stations, making sure that um, our, our sinks and our soap uh, are available to make sure that people can have some, some good clean hands and, and remembering and reminding um, people to be, to be cleaning their hands throughout the course of the day. And of course, respiratory etiquette. Um, Alberta Health Services is highly recommending masks at this point um, and making sure that um, you know, we're really mindful of that engagement and close contact with people. And so those five core preventative measures will be something that our schools talk a lot with our students and, and our parents, our community about um, as we go forward and out of that emergency management stage that we were in um, in the last couple of years and more towards um, how, do we, how do we look towards uh, a more sustainable, long-term preventative practice. For sure. My guest this morning is Superintendent of the Fort McMurray Public School Division, Jennifer Turner. Um, you can find more information about this on their website, fmpsdschools.ca. We're going to take our last break here on Fort McMurray Matters, but when we return, we'll hear more from Jennifer Turner. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics. On Mix 103.7. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. And we're back with more Fort McMurray Matters. If you're just tuning in right now, we are chatting with Superintendent of the Fort McMurray Public School Division, Jennifer Turner, and we're talking about return to school, COVID, crazy pandemic, and all the things that go along with it. And um, I just wanted to highlight one of my favorite moments from last year, which was um, seeing... Principal Danny Telk take pictures with his students at grad where they showed up to school in their prom dresses and stuff. And I thought that was so fun. And there were so many cool moments like that that you saw at different schools um, of of teachers and staff and and students just, you know, making the most of this crazy time and being creative. It was it was a triumph, I would say. 
Oh, such a triumph. And, and when I think about the example you shared, um, there are so, I can think of countless numbers of examples um, that just really made last year successful. Uh, and, and what I would would highlight are is the dedication of the 700 employees that Fort McMurray Public Schools have, um, the 6,400 students who were every day brought the best that they had to do the work in whichever variety, online, in person, um, socially distanced, all of the variety of ways, and their parents. Um, 6,400 students, that's about 12, you know, 13,000, 14,000 parents and caregivers in this community who um, worked tirelessly to support their children, to try and support whether they were at home or online or in person with changing dynamics. Um, and, and we create. We had a successful year last year. We we were able to get through that year. Students did receive um, learning uh, opportunities, and, and teachers provided support the very best that everybody could. And it's because we very much believe in Fort McMurray uh, Public Schools to do what's best for kids, and that we are stronger together. And that when we work collectively as a team, that that we can make sure that the best learning opportunities happen for our kids. And and, and I just thank every one of our parents and caregivers and our staff and our students for the great work that we had last year. And I'm so looking forward to an even better year this year. And so exciting that, you know, I feel like the first day of school often feels like Christmas morning. You know, you get to meet your new students. Sometimes you get to have a new outfit. There's like a bouquet of newly sharpened pencils. What are you most looking forward to as we come into the 2021-22 school year? I'm very much looking forward to being in schools. You know, I, I think that that has become something that we, you know, perhaps perhaps I took for granted in the past that uh, as, a, as a superintendent, I could just go into the schools and just see kids and just talk with staff and be in person and and that's something that um the two school years here in Fort McMurray that I have have experienced I have not been given that same opportunity and so I'm just very much looking forward to getting our kids and our staff back in schools meeting people in person being able to celebrate uh, and and highlight things that have happened um while we're together and we're together in school and, and that's going to be really something to look forward to and to celebrate well, don't have to wait too long. Next week is coming real quick. Thank you Monday. so much. Yeah, Monday. Oh my goodness. That's even faster than I thought. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining me today. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? Just appreciation for your time and for the opportunity to share all the great things that are happening in Fort McMurray Public Schools. I love it. My guest this morning, Superintendent Jennifer Turner with the Fort McMurray Public School Division. If you missed it or you want to hear more, you can always head to our website, mix1037fm.com and click on the news tab. There's a podcast there and it'll be up in about a half an hour. Thanks so much, Jennifer. Thank you. I'm Steph Seidel and this has been Fort McMurray Matters. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at mix1037fm.com. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.